welcome back to another episode of Kickball the Movie, movie because we're Kickball FC, and that's apparently the only thing that we fucking know how to do. And sit back. Sit back and defend for play 45 minutes. Or miss open goals in the 77th. No, that's, fucking that's a good thing too, right? Dodgeball, like I said. Another movie reference. <laughs> yeah, no. It's been... Really, 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 really poor. Really poor from us. But you know what can help you not be so poor? Oh, who? A word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your championship finals info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs, from basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get to your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get into the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join, and be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE. To receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V. Again, B-L-E-A-V. Bet online. Where the game starts. Make sure that you check all your local restrictions and legal guidelines and all that stuff. Yes, we're talking to you, Owen. You can't <laughs> bet online. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> really just calling them out, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know. He, he said something stupid in the live on Saturday, and I was like, "But you can't even drive, so I'm not That's, taking your yeah. advice for anything." Yeah, That's true. You know who we shouldn't take advice from either? <sighs> Quite literally, anyone on Orlando City staff. It's just uh, something else right now. Two lo- not two. Well, what feels like two losses in a row. I really thought it was two losses. Two two draw against Philly, dropping three points at home yet again with a two 0 lead, and then being in Seattle, no nil draw. Probably one of the shittest games of football we've ever had to sit through. And that's where we are right now. One important thing that you forgot to le- you left out about that Philly match is that's our third 80-plus minute goal. Conceded? Yep. You ha- for, for someone who likes to park the bus so much, you have to be better at defending late in the game. It's over and over and over and over again. We see the same shit play out. Something's, something's got to change. Tactically. Something's missing. You know who else is missing is Bryce. We also didn't say anything about that. Hope no, he's having true. fun down there in the Keys. What yes. a bitch. We know people will ask. Well, Bryce fucking ditched us. He's skipping out work. Yep. And he's, he's partying in the Keys. Hopefully he doesn't get dragged away by Tropical Storm. Oh, that's true. The skies are looking pretty great. Yeah, today oh, he was getting fl- there. He was flying out there, so we'll see. We'll see how much longer he lasts. But back to the important stuff. Um, yeah, we suck. <laughs> no, there's no two ways around it. That's just fucking facts. No, I mean it, it's true though. Like we've seen us play some of the best attacking football we've seen in the past two matches, and it's still not fucking good enough. I mean, there was no good attacking football last two I, nights ago. Well, I mean. There was no final product, but advancing the ball into the final third, like creating opportunities, creating chances, not finding that final pass on Saturday again. 
but I, in Philly, like that was probably the best we've seen this this attacking performance, like our our attack ever play. When was the second goal scored for us? I don't know um, I'd want to say it was before the 60th minute. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, it just uh, took a massive decline. So, not going to blame Oscar for our two losses. It's not single, like, solely. <coughs> Excuse me. That was, I, I felt it coming, and I was like, damn, this sucks. Um, so, not going to blame Oscar solely. It's not on him completely for the losses, but he did play a part in them. Mm-hmm. Um, the game management in both matches was incredibly terrible. Yep. Like, 2 0 is never enough. Especially when you're on the front foot and you're attacking and creating opportunities. Why is Rodrigo Schlegel your first step? Yeah. Why? Uh, it's uh, a cycle that we continue to see with bad subs. And I said before we started recording, I'm going to try not to blame Oscar for these matches. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, it's really not just solely on him. It's not. But you go up 2-0. You can give him credit for setting us up in a certain way to then get to that point. It's the players also getting us to that point. But then you got to turn around and be able to say the same when it's the players' fault for Mason conceding that first one, i got to say. That it's, was pitiful. It's hard to read if it's going over the guy, but when a guy that didn't play keeper and me in the wall could tell that it was going over, and it still bounces, and he gets a hand to it, and it still goes in. <coughs> Not the best. He's had some good moments, but that definitely wasn't one of them. The second goal was just a screamer. Yeah, and that's everybody's argument in this past. Then Philly is that it's oh, it's you know, it's a crazy goal. Like, what are you gonna do? It's like that first goal doesn't go in. We don't have that problem. It's like you said, it's a consolation goal. Mm-hmm. So it's on Mason, it's on Poppy, and it's also on this team for. Again, not being able to finish the fucking ball. Yeah, I mean, it's such a shame that that's going to loom over Mason because it, he had a great game up until that point. Yeah. That one save he had with no one marking whoever was at that back post. That was great. Mm-hmm. Coming off of his line to make that fucking crucial save. Next level. But then he takes a step back or takes three steps back and, you know, letting that other one go in. It's... it's uh, there was, what was the one in, that happened in like the 93rd, 94th? The guy kind of flicked it and then it went off the crossbar, went back off him. And then Mason knew nothing about it, but he was still <coughs> in the way enough to not let it go in. We were yeah. out watching it by fan reacts on the phone. But it, 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 in the match when I thought they were actually going to win it. <coughs> right at the end? Yeah. Because who, was it Ramiro that hit the crossbar? And I then it came yeah, back down the other end? And then they did that. So right. that was, that's also a thing. It was one of our, that was another, it was a day like that for us. Like, Enrique hit the post. Angulo hit the post. Enrique Angulo hit the post? Yeah. When? We had we had two late opportunities to seal the game. Uh, Angulo hit the post. Enrique hit the post. Great. Wasn't that? The crossbar. I thought Angulo skied it from seven well, then, yards no, out. No, there right? was another one that hit the post. So, it was, it was that type of night for us. We have too many of those nights. Yeah. Nice. It's unfortunate. But... <clears throat> And then Seattle, Araujo, but you have to get it together. It's kind of why I sat him the past. I know I sat him this match, but I don't know in my lineup if I sat him last match too. But there's something going on there. Well, he he goes in these like up and down forms. Like they'll have two or three matches that are good, and then he'll drop in form for 
a match and then it'll just be abysmal like it was on Saturday and then he'll come back and he'll have two or three matches like he's got to eliminate that that shit performance from his game it wasn't there last season though that's the thing or at least not to this effect I don't know what's going on but I feel like it, right now the midfield should from what we saw in the seven minutes of Dagger Dan that we saw it should be it's a Cartagena Dagger Dan yeah, it's right now to- it, it's time right you see it how we did it with um our strikers up top, you've seen Carr play, you've seen Duncan play, you've seen Enrique get a couple minutes. It's time to start rotating your midfield, right? Like I said, play the hot hand right now. Araujo's really not not all that not, not, not all that great. Um, it's time for Dan to come on and bring a little spark, right? We've seen it from the little, little time he's been on the past two games. Mm-hmm. He's looked decent. He's got good composure on the ball. I think he has a better passing range than range than Caesar, which isn't really that hard. He's something that we kind of need right now. Yep. What what was the goal where he combined with Gaston on the left? Gaston put a ball in. Or, I know cool. what you're talking about. I forget what game that was. I, I was gonna say it was Charlotte, but obviously it wasn't Charlotte. Charlotte in the no, Open Cup. No, it was Cup. a home game, I believe, too, right? No, because no, I remember watching it was on TV. Oh yeah, yeah right. Uh, but the, like he had that link up play with Gaston, and Gaston's hurt right now, so we can't see that that link up but if he has that ability to kind of float on the left side of the pitch and if that's where he likes to play let him play that but I think maybe you have to figure out where that comes in because I said sit Araujo and just play him in Cartagena but Cartagena is kind of good as an eight he's good defensively <coughs> but he can also get forward so maybe it's it's Mo that has to come out uh, and just get some rest because I think he's played the past couple I think he started the past couple games. He didn't start. No, he didn't no, start no he, right. so but before that, so I guess he did get his rest. Um, I don't know, but you got to find a way to get him in that squad right now because there's some sort of spark in the midfield that we need, and I think that could be him. Well, we've seen Cartagena play center back, so you know it's something he can do: defend, defend and sit yep. back. So I think <clears throat> it's just something like he needs to be asked to do. Like right now, he's being asked to be that box-to-box midfielder for us. That like more true number mm-hmm. eight. Whereas if you sit, play him in that Araujo type position, you tell him to sit and defend and and be that six for us. That's, so okay. I was gonna say that worked out really well for us last year when Araujo was just the guy to sit, mm-hmm. and then we could get one more guy forward as that eight and have two eights and then one six. So if that's what can start working for us again, then we just need to do that. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that Wilder's more than capable of playing that that six role, I think the way he's playing the eight is because Caesar has no capability of sitting forward, yeah. getting forward, right? You can't, he doesn't have the IQ of finding a quick pass, right? We've seen it. I've, so I don't know if I said times. it on the pod or it was at the stadium for the beautiful game when I was talking to, fuck, I'm forgetting the name. Connor, Logan, Steven, all three of them, I think. Um, yes. There was a bonus, <laughs> right? He's sitting at the top of the box. You see someone making a run to your right, and instead of playing him, he turns around and makes a back pass. It, it's a back pass. <laughs> like, it's just little things like that that just fucking piss me off. That's that. Or even sometimes he'll just be too slow, and then he'll kind of turn, he'll check his shoulder. Like, it's a good thing, but then he sees the guy right behind him, and once he feels the slightest bit of contact, he goes down and just wins a foul. That he did that specifically last match against Seattle. And there was two of our players wide open to his left, and he could have just dumped it off, and then he's fine. But then he draws a foul, and he stops the flow of play, and then everyone's got to reset, gives time Seattle to get back, and then 
whatever Pointers ball over the top. Yeah, to nobody. Now we have no possession. It's just a frustrating way to try to play the game, and I think we've kind of found out that's the player that he is because he likes to go down easily. He he flops. He's gotten fined for it at least twice now. So if we, can, I want to say if we can get that out of his game, he can be a great player. But even then, his passing range has got to improve, and just the quickness mm-hmm. has to be there. Yeah, he's kind of fallen off because we really talked very highly of him last year. And mm-hmm. we were talking about, like, this is someone we have to enjoy because he's not going to be here for very long. But at this point, like, he's he, going to be here for a good while. Or he could not be here for very long, but just not in the capacity that yeah. he thought last year. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating to see, like, two performances like that, you know. Like, losing a game like that to Philly, we, we were hoping that Seattle could be a bounce-back game. Especially, Especially with the amount of players that they're missing. Right. They're missing six or seven? Seven, yeah. Five of the, the Roldan brothers, Jordan Morris, uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz was out, and yeah, there one other that I can't remember. Were. Yeah. <laughs> there were good, important players yeah. out for them. Ariega was out. That's another one. Um Everybody was saying this has to be three points. Mm-hmm. And then it comes out to not be three points, and we're just sat, sat here staggering. Let's draw with us reacting to fucking nothing, yep. sitting there for 90 minutes. Yeah, doing doing a watch-along <laughs> during that game. Uh, I was half asleep by the 15th minute, probably. Yeah, That's why uh, I get how Kevin Cho feels. Trying just, to do yeah. SKC. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've been in about the same form as us yeah. the past month or two, so... Uh, I don't know. It's hard to be optimistic about either one of those performances. Like yep. the attack looked good in Philly, and then it just stopped. The only other thing I have to say about Seattle is Ojeda. He needs to come off the bench. He needs to come off the bench. Did he start against? He started against Philly. He just scored that second he goal. Scored, he had a goal and assist in that game, yeah. and then we were. We were I feel like the Seattle game, it's not even, you can't single out one player. I think across the board, no, it, was it was just poor. A very below average game but entirely. Didn't the team look much better as soon as Mo came in that game? If Kuno bounced out to the right. Against Seattle? Yeah. You're asking the wrong person. Honestly, like, like, I wish I could tell you, but that game put me to sleep. <coughs> I was trying to reach that and focus on a shit game. It was not also, Mo. You have to put that away. Yeah. Yeah. You have to put that away. Especially from your captain, your number 10, who's been here for years. That's something you expect to, at the minimum, hit the target. <laughs> but to sky it like Angulo <coughs> two games ago, yeah, you, you've got to expect better composure. Like, that's something I would expect from Angulo. Not no, That's Carlos Rivas. That's gone. Uh, never mind. What did you say? As yeah, as the captain, like that's where you're supposed to step up. You're supposed to be the experienced leader on this team. Like have composure in those moments. Like yeah, everybody messes up every once in a while. Everybody makes their mistakes and stuff. But when you haven't done anything, you know, contributing to a goal, realistically this season, and then you have that opportunity, you have to take it as the captain. You have to take it. You're not seeing Luka Modric walk up to that and miss it. Obviously, wait. Way different, but it's just kind of that same captain leader experience yep. philosophy of 
you you got to put that away when you got the chance. In the big moments, you're supposed to be the one that wants to be on the ball and making things happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you expect from somebody like that. Uh, I'm waiting for the signing that we make. That is our Carlos Hill or our Hani Mukhtar. Like we need just someone in the middle of the park that can do that. We, if we have that. We but if it's Facundo, if it's Facundo, then make it Facundo. Then Ojeda can play out right and then or or out left, and he just has to deal with the fact that he can't come inside. But if we can sign Facundo out left and have or sign Facundo out left, keep Facundo out wide either side, and then same thing with Ojeda, and then have well honestly we need another number nine too. Oh my. Uh so we need a ten and a nine. Yeah. Well, we and need to, first of all, we need to get rid of our nine. Because like I said before, yeah. financially, you know who stacks up with the Mukhtars and every one of those? Erchan Kara. Same pay? So, more. More. He's getting paid more. Bracket. We went over this a couple pods ago. Oh, my lord. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, I, I want to say, ooh, I'm not even going to bring up numbers because I'm going to get this wrong. Oh, he's in, he's getting one point nine a year, I believe. I guess uh, Mukhtar and, and Carlos Hill being on less is incredible. <clears throat> yeah, but this is something we need <coughs> to get rid of, right? There's no point in any game that I want to see him come on. What does he offer that Duncan McGuire can't do? What does he offer that Enrique can't do? I mean, there's differences in Enrique and him. I know, but. Late in the game, and you want to kind of try to press or counter-press, who would you rather have? Either Duncan or Enrique. Exactly. Where does Kara fit in this this system? Yeah, he was... It just feels like a poor signing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, didn't pan out, doesn't fit the system, doesn't... Clearly doesn't have the work ethic to become better. So... It's just one of those things that he needs to go on, and maybe he'll tear it up somewhere else, you know? But it's just clearly not working here, and I don't I don't see the drive from him to get better, mm-hmm. to try to fit this system better, to try to play. When he comes on, it's the same thing over and over and over again, and it's like, no, y'all are going to play towards me, my style. It's not fine. We look better without him on the pitch, so it's... If he... I mean, he's kind of the same build as Christian Benteke. Christian Benteke has done it at a higher level, and I'm not trying to go say he has the same build as Harry Kane because I'm just trying to bring the skill gap closer. But Benteke does so much more, and he does everything better. He he finishes, he's more... That's gone. Well... Sorry, watching the uh, men's college world series. So that's great. Um, yeah, uh, there's just nothing there to keep him, especially on basically two a mil a year. If anything, you buy him down way, way, way down, and he's our third striker, and we still have to bring someone else in. Because as much as I love Duncan, as good as he is, we just need a, a pure goal scorer, someone that can get any type of shot and put it away. I know people hate it because it's not the direction the MLS is heading. Do-do-do. Having a established, at the top level, number nine come into your team is never a bad thing. Mm-mm. It's never a bad thing. They may not come here and score a million goals for you like you want them to, but they're bringing that experience to your younger players. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
signing somebody like, obviously it's reaching, but like an Olivier Giroud, you know what I mean? Like he may not come here and score fucking 50 goals. Oh, yeah. But he's going to make everybody else on the roster better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just by being in our locker room. Just yeah. by being in our locker room. The, the drive to work, the want to do this. He's been a professional for forever his entire life. You know, stuff like that. It's when you see, like, Nani come in, Kaká come in, Pato even coming in. Like, you raise the floor of your of your team. That's mm-hmm. something that we're, we're lacking because it was Mo. But I don't think you can say that he has that same impact at this point anymore. When he was playing well and he was getting assists, uh, I mean, yeah, you can say that. But now it's just kind of dwindled. He still could be an impact in the locker room, but you lost Nani, you lost Pato. Like, we just need another man like that in the room. And that's the thing is like no disrespect to Mo, but he's not that guy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's played in top the, level. He's played in good Champions clubs. League. He's played in the Champions League. But he's never been that guy for a team. You know what I mean? Like, Nani was that guy mm-hmm. at United. Pato was that guy at Milan when he wasn't hurt. He came to you guys and he still was that guy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You saw flashes of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you never saw that, like, world-class football from Mo. Like, he's just a damn good footballer. He's mm-hmm. always fit into a system. And he's always been one of the more exceptional players on his, his club. He's not ever been quite literally that guy. That guy. Yeah. And with with people around us getting that guy, we have to raise our standards, right? Because across the fucking, across the way, we've got... Across the turnpike. We've got uh, legends coming into that team. So not even the quality of football that they play, but the knowledge that they bring to those teams, we have to now raise our standards up to meet that. That's why I've, like, jokingly said it, but bringing in Firmino, you know what I mean? Oh, that's, yeah, I would agree. Like, he may not come here and score a million goals, and we're obviously not going to sign him now that he's been offered fucking half a billion dollars to go play in Saudi Arabia. So, it is what it is, but... It's something. That St. Louis is interested in, him, interested in him at one point. So, there was MLS interest, but financially... I don't think there's a huge difference between us and the Saudi League. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. By far. But I, I don't think we're going to end up getting a new nine until Carr is gone. Oh, no. Get your, gone or contract bought down. But then you – I don't think it could be bought down. He just has to be gone because you don't want four strikers on your roster. Nope. Unless Duncan actually goes to Anderlecht in the summer. Or I guess soon <laughs> at that point if Anderlecht's actually interested in him. No. Not uh, for sure. All right, you're selling. You have to sell Kara or just find a way to get him off the books before you do it, Duncan. Yeah. Because financially, Duncan, I'm guessing, is not on that much. No, he's on, a rookie, he's, a, yeah, he's on a rookie contract. It makes so. no sense to try to sell him now rather than selling Kara. Like, I think I've read Kara's on two mil. It's oh, two mil. Yeah. Was, that's a week? No, no. A year. <laughs> you think we can spend no, no, two sorry. mil a week? Brain, brain went... Haywire for a second. All these European transfers. <laughs> it's been a long day. Kai Havertz is going to be on two ten a week at Arsenal. The car is getting two mil a week. Hey yo, I'm telling you, it's been a long day. But he's on two mil. That's just way too much for someone who's producing not enough. Absolutely nothing. He's not even producing not enough. He's producing absolutely nothing. Benji Michelle, 
is somebody that I would expect to score the amount of goals that Carr scores. I'm taking him back over Carr right now. Because not only that, but he also presses. He'll he'll fucking run his heart out, which Carr will run for about seven, eight seconds, and then he's gassed. That's honestly a lot. Seven to eight seconds. I got three to four. I never said full sprinting. I said run. All right, he'll fair. do his little saunter, and then he'll start walking. Uh, his little jog where it looks like he never gets off his toes pisses me off. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things about him that piss me off. So, But, Kara hate aside, yes, we do need to sign a DP number nine. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, I will take a Tam or Gam signing in the midfield at the 10. I want a DP number nine that's going to come here and do shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we can convince Kara, who's doing pretty well in the Austrian league, to come over here, we have the money to give to a striker because we're giving it to Kara. So, but if we can actually scout the right striker that's playing in another league like the Austrian league, and he can come over here and score goals, just make sure you got the scouting right, and we can run through that again. But it just can't be another bust like Kara has been. Yes, man. What were they? Collide? Uh, I think he tripped on something. Yeah. 10-2. Good lord. Yeah. Oh. You're getting shit on. 24-4. Another person that we could talk about and talk about Felipe's performances as of late. Shite. I feel like we touched on it a little bit. If we had a podcast, I don't remember. He's past two matches has come in and not done much <clears throat> at all. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been so poor. He's been really bad. The amount of passes that have gone astray from both him and Araujo, it, it's it's amazing. Uh, you pick up your head and you have time, and then you still pick out the wrong pass, or you you find uh, a player from the other team. It's frustrating. Is he a double agent? From what was he from Austin? Yeah, they said double agent from uh, that two red card performance last year. Which that is fucking horseshit. We deserve that. Yeah. Three points. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not been it, and again, it's frustrating to not see Dagger Dan come into mm-hmm. these games because he's shown us more in the minutes that he's been given. So there's got to be something happening. Then look, I feel like the way Dan has been playing it is the way I expected Felipe to play. Maybe not the same spark, <clears throat> but at least the composure on the ball, the he quality, the class. Oh yeah. He's got way more experience. He should be more composed. Yes. But it seems the opposite now. He's playing the way that an inexperienced kind of player would be. As to where Dagger Dan comes in, provides that spark, and still has like the, the pass-finding ability, I guess you can say. So, if we don't see Dagger Dan start on Saturday, I don't know. If it's Cartagena or Araujo, or if it's no Araujo way. Felipe. If it, well, I don't want to hate on Araujo, but... Either right, one he of needs those to two. sit a game. Yeah, regardless yeah, yeah, yeah. of the way you feel about him, I feel like now is a good time to let him get a rest. Now that Cartagena is back, is there any update on Mikey? I, I know he, he limped off with a, a hammy injury. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard anything like major about it, so probably not going to. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's Orlando City and the MLS for you. Kyle did come on and have a decent-ish performance, I would say. Should have started. Yeah, he should have never been put Take to the off. bench. Like, I support Mikey. I want to see him do well, but we're t- like, we like the hot hand here. Like, we 
we've said it about every position. So the hot hand plays, and Kyle Smith's the hot hand right now. He's done nothing to lose that that spot. Yeah. So not even that. He's played above my expectations this year. So I don't know tactically what he was thinking, or if it's just giving him a day off. Maybe it's but, something he saw, you know, watching film on Seattle. He thought it was something we can exploit with a more dynamic fullback. But Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to Mikey or anything. I mean, I said I think he was my player to watch this year. Yeah. But um, tactically, the way we play with Kyle, I think we've looked a lot better than we have with Mikey. Should we get into bottom two, top one? Is there even a top one? Huh, yeah. Pedro. Well, clean sheet. Can we do from both games? Sure. Uh, let's do an aggregate. Yeah. Oh. So we'll do two and two, one from each game, top one, bottom one from each game. I thought you meant just combine both. Yeah, that's or, what I was thinking. Or, all right, because there's really just not to much make it to a little go easier. Because yeah. Yeah. I, Seattle game, I remember very little. Um. So, first, bottom one, Caesar. Yeah, I don't have any argument against that, just from both performances. Yeah. Yeah. I'm behind you on that one. Uh, got anything different for the first one? Um, I'm, I'm going to say Felipe for my first one. I'm going to think of another bottom, but I think Felipe <coughs> has been underwhelmingly ass- <coughs> so, like, you know, my second one was going to be Felipe. So, yeah. it's just the midfield, basically. Yep. Right there. Uh, honorable mention to Ojeda. Yeah, you had that goal, but he's not doing enough. I was going to, I was actually going to, well, actually, your bottom two? Or your second bottom? One second. Um, fuck, I'm going to say Rodrigo. I don't think he's played well at all. Didn't he only come on as a sub against yeah. Philly? I swear he played against Seattle as well. No. It no. was Antonio and Robin. The whole time, I Fuck. think. Um, you melon. Good job. I love ESPN. This is why you just use football. This is why you shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, they didn't come off in the spare. Then, yeah, I guess I would have to give it to Caesar. Like between Caesar, Cara, and Rodrigo, I just Every all three, all three of them compete for my last spot. <laughs> no, all three of them have been. Felipe was my first one. Oh, that's right, because you went Felipe Caesar, and then we went Caesar Felipe. Yeah, yeah. so between same those thing. three. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> my top one is actually going to be oh hey, just because he has a goal and an assist against Philly. Yeah, but then you come and back it up with a performance like you did against Seattle. Everybody. It's, Played like shit against Seattle. Yeah, but that's. I mean, where else are you gonna get a top one? Pedro. It's fair. The one game yeah. he played. Coming back with a clean sheet. Sorry, Chipotle's coming back to bite. Papundo looked a little bright coming back from international. Obviously, didn't do anything to help the scoreline, but I mean, Duncan. Yeah, for me, I would. My top one would be Duncan. Scored a goal. Pressed well. <laughs> May have scored two goals depending on how you look at it. Scored a goal. He scored, scored against Philly. Philly. Yeah, uh, that was the whole slide. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. up Duh. to his feet. Yeah. 
And then, depending on how you look at Ojeda's goal, could have come off Duncan. I honestly don't remember. Only angle I've seen is when we were watching it live in the stadium, so I haven't went back and watched the highlights. Uh, could have come off Duncan, so maybe Duncan two goals. Or assisting goal. Yeah. That's fair. No, because it came off of him after Ojeda. Oh, you're saying Ojeda hit it and then it went off of Duncan. Gotcha. Are you okay? Oh, I thought he said like it came off of Duncan and then went to Ojeda. No. no. Or... Yeah. Not much bright spots to talk about from these past two matches, that's for sure. Not at all. That's well, something that's that we've been uh, missing for a while, you could say. We're very streaky, very patchy. No one ever has consistent performances over five matches. Except for Kara when he went on that tear. But then since then, nothing. I mean, she's still inconsistent, so. Yeah. I got nothing else. You got something else? Uh, No, we're sitting in seventh, one point behind Atlanta with a game in hand. Yeah, oh, that's the other thing. We could have went above Atlanta if we won on uh, Saturday night. So that would have been fun. And Atlanta and Miami both lost that day. So if we could have won and gone above Atlanta, it would have been great. But no, let's uh, miss an open goal in the 76th or 77th. Well, no worries. We got the dog days of summer coming up, so there's a lot of fun to look forward to. How can it get worse? The heat. That's how it can get worse. <laughs> Are you sure about that? It's been fucking 99 every day. It's only fucking June, bud. Yeah. That's that's what worries me. Fair. Well, we can't get much worse here, so we hope you like and subscribe and follow. True. <laughs> um. Follow us on Instagram at OCFanTV, on Twitter at OCFanTV22, on TikTok at OCFanTV. If you're listening to us, then you found us on Spotify, Apple Music. Hopefully it went up on time. Sorry if it didn't. We'll get a Discord message, we know. Uh, Check our Patreon out. Buy us a coffee, cash app, all that stuff. Make sure you guys check out Bet Online. Thank you guys. Thanks to them for sponsoring today's episode, and we will see you on the next one. Actually. Last thing, we do have a pretty big giveaway coming up, so be on the lookout for that on the socials. Not going to tell you exactly what it is yet, but it's something pretty cool. Uh, we're just figuring out the final details out, and then we will get that information out to you. Uh, and you just got to be on the lookout for it because it's a pretty cool product, is what I'll say. Yep. Oh, and don't bet online. Facts.